0: You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious!
1: I think the music stopped.
2: Good boy.
1: Now we can talk and we <laughs> won't be in any infringement uh, situation at all. Uh, so you said, Ivan, uh, welcome again, uh, Heidi, uh, Heidi Victoria. Thank you. You said, uh, Ivan, that uh, people like us talking over the introduction music.
0: They thought sometimes it Why it did they, they like that? He said it may have looked
1: a bit unprofessional, <laughs> but he thought it was a good thing. Mr. <laughs> yeah, unprofessional, did they, they know have what have goes people on. Off talking <laughs> over the music. Don who, uh, Don, who used to sit there, Heidi, yeah. <laughs> uh, Don said, um, why did you ever put that music on at Shed House? And I said, well, uh, what would you do? He said, I don't know. Uh, anyhow, so he didn't like the music at all, but um, you think it's good for people to talk over it? But if we talk over time, it, we, we can't replay it on any other forum, can we, Suzanne? Or we, we cut it out because it's, it's copyright
2: that? anyway, so there's a copyright on your music.
1: Right. But Anyhow, Heidi, this is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so That's how we roll. <laughs> s- s- so Welcome. <laughs> uh, uh, so, Ed mentioned... Because uh, he's been on, haven't, I, don't know, I haven't got that out of order. Yes, yeah, so if you heard, you listened to the first part. Ed mentioned about uh, how how uh, draconian we are in the power grid here, and we've got power lines that catch fire, and and of course uh, Victoria is the cost of electricity and power in Victoria is almost a thousand percent. I'll probably be fact checked on that. A thousand percent <laughs> higher than all the other states because of ridiculous restrictions we've put on it here. And I just wanted to add that we're obsessed, uh, Heidi, I think we are obsessed with clean energy and windmills and power and all that. And we're all into clean energy, I said, but it's just not practicable. And we've uh, tried to shut down the coal-fired power stations. Your lawn caught fire or something happened to it just uh, over this last day. Uh, coal-fired power stations and we're trying to get out of coal-fired power stations while coal-fired, pla- coal-fired power stations around the world are on the up.
3: Absolutely. Uh, they're
1: on the up. The EU, I'm reading this, the EU has 468 plants and is building 27 more uh, for a total of 495 coal-fired... Uh, coal... Coal-fired – what am I trying to say? Power stations. Coal-fired power stations. Power stations yeah. uh, you got me you got me nervous, Heidi. Turkey <laughs> has 56 and they're planning on building 93 more. South Africa has 79, 24 more they're building. India has 589 coal-fired power plants and are going to build 446 more. It goes on and on Huge. and it says at the bottom, it says Australia – is planning to shut down its six remaining plants in order to save the world. That's where, that's, that, that, I'm not making that. No. That, that comes from, I'm not sure the people at the bottom have said about Australia trying to save the world, but they are the statistics of who's building coal fired power plants. And until a, a convenient form of energy presents itself, and we're all hoping it does, it is a furfy. So, what
3: do you think about nuclear?
1: Uh, fantastic. Yep. Uh, the safest and cleanest form of power.
3: And we don't live on a fault line.
1: And we don't have earthquakes. Yep. And we don't have volcanoes. Yep. We don't have tsunamis. And we have a huge expanse of area which, if we could just get the Indigenous people to say that there's no burial sites there and it's pretty all right, to, uh, to, uh, we could build a train light out, in, not into the middle of Australia, but out somewhere out in the middle of nowhere and all safe and do all the regulations and we could build a but
0: couple the, of nuclear the, plants. On the flip side, this, that's long term. That's, you're talking 10, 15 years. There's no training here. There's no... Infrastructure, uh, we wouldn't be able to maintain it. The subs that are nuclear powered, that are coming from the US, there's no facilities here in Western Australia or South Australia to maintain them, so they have to go offshore, back to the US to have them maintained. That's nuclear is good. Like, don't get me wrong, I think that's get, definitely going to be the way of the future. Mm. But there's no one here. You know, there's no one here. Ivan,
1: Ivan, my man. God's sake, man, the very fact that there's no infrastructure here. We build the thing. We start building nuclear plants. Yeah, but
0: everyone's under this presumption it's going to be next two years. No, they're not.
1: No No, no one's under that presumption at all. I just said if you want to get rid of all the coal-fired power plants in Australia, how about you build the safest, cleanest form of energy until windmills and solar can, can power the entire world and everything that it operates under, which will never happen, you know that, uh, it is a, it is a hoax. And
0: well, well, when the power went out yesterday at quarter past two, uh, it was funny, there was no wind and no, and it was all dark clouds, so no solar. So your solar's out, your wind's out, and of course your normal coal-fired fire, coal Power stations, they were out as well. Yes. And
3: thank goodness I had gas because I wanted a... Um, it had it. nothing to do with baked <laughs> beans, right? But I uh, I was able to boil a pot and That's have it. myself a cup of tea. And, of course, they're taking away all the gas cookers and, and things well, like that. the clown
1: that ran this state is taking it away. Mm. And, and you have. Uh, uh, and we're very we rich in
3: those natural resources. And
0: the coal too. Like we've got some of... We, well, we do. We have the cheapest coal anywhere in the world.
1: Yep. It, and it, you have well-meaning but genuinely genuinely mediocre s- people like the captain of the cricket side or whatever his name is, Mr. Cummins, is it? He says he won't have a linter gas written on his thing because it's uh, trying to save the planet, mate. Seriously, at the amount of bullshit uh, that we are fed by people who have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Uh, gas, fantastic source of clean energy. They power all the ships now. They instead of putting oil into most of the ships uh, that uh, they now have huge gas cylinders on them. You might have seen them and you think, what is that? Are they transporting gas? No, they're the power that power the ships. Mm. And uh, you talk about a nuclear submarine, uh, a nuclear uh, aircraft carrier in America that burns two and a half million litres, two and a half million litres of fuel if it's on a campaign and it has to get somewhere quickly, in two and a half days it burns two and a half million litres of fuel. Uh, if it's nuclear powered, it doesn't need to be serviced for five years. Yep. It, it, it it doesn't need to be... You don't need to change the neutron rods or whatever it's called or the electrodes electros- uh, for five years. Uh, uh, how, you, uh, uh, the, how the argument can be... And, of course, if there's a mishap like what happened at... F- Fukushima Fukushima and in Chernobyl if there's a mishap of course it's a disaster but uh, the the safer and the more technology and the more perfection we have they have of building these things it's unlikely unless there's a man-made disaster which is beyond and that's that's the way the world runs and always has. Uh, you can't, uh, you, you not take a risk is to take the biggest risk of all.
3: I do like the idea of reducing our um, our use of fossil fuels. I think that's uh, very logical. And you know, we stopped talking about greenhouse gases or, or the greenhouse effect a few years ago. You know, they talked about global warming. Now, of course, it's climate change and then people were talking about the greenhouse effect, and then that sort of didn't stay on as flavour of the month because so many people didn't understand it. And for me, the biggest frustration is not having this sort of stuff explained to me. Now, it's funny, you just talked before about polar bears, and you corrected Ed very rightfully that there aren't any down in Antarctica. And I've just come back from Antarctica. And I was travelling with 100 science women... So women in STEM from all around the globe. And we went down to Antarctica.
1: From and where?
3: From uh, Puerto Madryn in Argentina. Usharaya. We came back to Ushuaya.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, but we went out of Puerto Madryn, uh, which is on the east coast. And, uh, and I learnt so much on that journey. So I, uh, I've started learning a lot more about what fossil fuels do as far as creating you know, stuff up in the atmosphere. And I think that there's a lot in it, well, Ms. so v- I think we need to come up with better solutions. Now,
1: Ms Victoria, yes, of the point one of the point one of the point one percent of the people on this globe who have been to the Antarctic, yes. there's two of them in the room at the minute.
3: Yes. How did you go?
1: I, I went pretty well, thanks. Yeah. How'd you go through no, the no? We went <laughs> uh, went down to Ushreya, got on uh, a ship called the La Boreale, a French. Uh, purpose-built ship to go into the Antarctic and we spent uh, six days there going further and further in into the most... Uh, so I can now say I've walked on every continent on the planet. Which, mm-hmm. which are? We, we, very, very good, very good point. They, name the f- seven continents of the planet, Heidi Victoria.
3: All right. Well, obviously Antarctica, we've got Australia, Europe, North America, South America, Africa...
1: What am I missing? No, Um, you're going pretty well. I've Um, done all right. um, Asia. 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 There you go. They, in one way or another, uh, they all start with A. Yeah. In in one way or another. North America, South America, Asia, Asia. Antarctica, Australia. There's one other we've missed out on. No, Europe. Europe. No, I don't think Europe's a continent, is it? Isn't it? Well...
3: I would have yeah,
0: uh,
1: people screaming. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and got got I apologise for somebody who's been research. to more than
3: sixty countries that I don't know. We've got this. our
1: research assistant uh, just uh, fact checking yes, this. Uh, North Here America,
2: Asia, Antarctica, Europe, Africa, Europe, South America, Oceania.
1: Yeah, Oceania—that's Australia. Uh, oh. They try and include New Zealand into uh, Oceania, but uh, that's bullshit. But that's not a continent. No, but that—but they—they don't like to leave out. Oh, they did put
2: yeah, Australia slash Australia, uh, uh, Oceania. Yeah, yeah, that's right. that's
1: because okay. they they try and placate them.
3: It's a pretty incredible place, and I was down there three weeks, and it's yes. just.
1: Did you did you had to go across the Drake Passage? Yep, was went it through rough? the Drake
3: Shake. Yep,
1: was rough. Yep. Well, when we you went, you had the lake. When we we had the lake, the oh, Drake Lake. Stop it. and I I was hoping it would be rough. I love it. The rough. <laughs> But the people I was with, they were pr- they got into the they tried to locate Mecca, the d- and they got down on a praying mat uh, for two days. That it took us across every five hours, they got down on the mat, but it was I did. It was as flat as a shit carter's hat. Uh, but I would have loved it to be rough. Yeah, it's it was rough.
3: One. There were a few of the girls who didn't come out of their cabins for three That's or four it. days. So, but yeah, it was pretty good. But it's given me a new appreciation. How long since you were down there?
1: Um, f- five years. Okay, so the captain that
3: we had was a, a Scotsman. He's been sailing down there for 20 years on expeditions and uh, and he was saying to us, I've never seen weather patterns like this. We were seeing icebergs that yes. shouldn't have been in the water until probably January, yep. the size that they were in November. Yeah. Um,
1: so, so, we always talk about climate change and the hoax that is... The climate is... We've never said the climate's not changing, but the reason why it changes, uh, we i the nonsense they say why it's changing, it is nothing to do with humankind at ah, all.
3: Okay, I'm going to debate you on that. Good. Because I was very much in your shoes before. So, it said, look, there are cycles. Okay, they go up, they go down, and we're going through and up. The scientists pretty well all agree on the fact that we're going up at the moment it is warm yes the difference being if you look at ice core samples that have been taken down in antarctica for you know yes uh, they do you know it, it's kilometers and it comes out yes. as however many thousands of years and they can see in that same as the rings on a tree yes. they can see what the atmosphere was like on any given year or any yep. given span of years and the very big difference is, and this is no good because it's a podcast, but I'm for the, for the sake of the people here in the studio, where you've got the up and down cycles, the um, carbon levels have gone pretty well along at the same yes. thing. But when you see the Industrial Revolution about 150 years ago come in, the carbon levels have gone through the roof. So they haven't moved along People say
1: carbon into the atmosphere is a plus, is a bonus... Uh, the, the, for as many scientists who have that theory, there is just as many who have a completely absolutely. different theory about yep. uh, the climate changing and why it changes. Yes. And uh, you say it's been changing for thousands of years, but since uh, oh. industrialisation, uh, the carbon levels in the ice have gone. That, that, that there's plenty of scientists say that is completely irrelevant. And, and the, the electric cars make absolutely no difference to... Uh, we had a we always quote this man um, you know, William Keninmonth, who has a book out. He represented Australia over at the Kyoto climate conference, whenever it was. He got sacked as a result of him writing the book. He said the uh, it's called climate change a natural disaster. And he said the climate changes because of the uh, solar flares that come off the sun, the, the the relativity of the moon to those solar flares, the wind, the tides, and yes. why the why the weather warms and why the tides warm. If you think that's got anything to do with people driving cars, uh, there is fifteen hundred active volcanoes. Ar- spewing shit into the yeah, atmosphere on a daily basis. Yeah. that They put more stuff into the atmosphere yeah. than in one day that any man or woman or any person on this planet has done since the people have been able to stand erect.
3: Yeah, he I, for hundreds
1: of years, didn't he? Yeah,
3: so yeah I, I can see we're not going to agree on this. No, but that's... But that's <laughs> Which is okay. It is okay. But one of the things that came out of my trip... Down there with a hundred scientists who all work in climate, Mm. who are all women and all brilliant. Uh, One of the things that came out of that is my understanding has changed. And what I want to do is help educate people. To do what? To understand a little bit more about... What? about what's happening in our world. Well, what is happening so, in our world? You mentioned before that I'm a photographer. Yes, I've been a photographer for 40 years and I sort of diverted off and went into Parliament and you know, tried to give the voice for the arts and all that sort of thing. And, um, and so the exhibition that I'll hold and the book that will go with it before the end of the year will all be about how do we explain what's happening to people who are not scientists, because I'm not a scientist, don't pretend to be, but what I did was surround myself by pe- with people yes. who are educated but in this. But how do you know which scientist
2: is right and which yes. scientist is wrong? Like, I mean, you had, we had the COVID and you had doctors saying one thing and you had yeah. doctors saying another
3: thing, so who believes what? And I think that's the thing about science, is it's, as they say, it's not an exact science. Right. Now, for somebody who likes things to be exact, like if I'm going to paint something black, I want it to be black, but what shade of black? what shade of what and so when you see the scientists all coming up with different things science and science beliefs and, and science practice has always evolved so you get somebody yes. with an idea and say okay well it was really good at one stage so, to put arsenic to have small doses of arsenic for headaches and things like that well, it was killing people. <laughs> so they stopped doing that, right? Yes. So, so we sort of only know what we know until we know more. Yeah, so Heidi,
1: yeah? you say yeah. uh, you, you have these, I'm, not, not, I'm just saying you have these nebulous uh, generic terms like we've got to educate people. You, t- you, you try and tell people in India yep. and China who have no interest in the uh, planet at all, yep. in Pakistan and Africa, you try and tell those people that in the name of saving the planet, we're not going to have gas cookers, and we're not going to have uh, fossil fuels, and you can't yeah. heat your home, and you've got to turn the air conditioner off if you can afford one. No, uh, you know, because you try and tell the people, people stand. We've come this far in life since the Industrial Revolution and there's a standard. You tell people to reduce their standard of living or people who even just want to live a moderate standard of living by trying to save the planet. The planet will spit us out before we spit the planet out and uh, the, the, the amount of, uh, to say that you shouldn't drill for oil and make f- uh, fossil fuels, the amount of clean energy that people can make those engines run out. The container ships that go around the world carrying millions of... The amount of stuff they put into the atmosphere f- in a day... Um, uh, Do we
3: make them all nuclear?
1: Well, it, it eclipses the people who are being asked to drive electric cars. It is an absolute hoax <laughs> uh, and... The okay. planes, the planes that fly, the, the, plane, the, the plane. millions of planes, <laughs> aeroplanes that fly around and put. You can see the, you can see the, the stuff. Oh, I don't go
3: with the chemtrail things. When I was an MP, people used to come in and tell me about what was being <laughs> coming out of the back end of. And I used to have alfoil in yeah. my kitchen at work, <laughs> and I'd say, "Somebody make me a hat, please," because you know uh, Tim, I just. Yeah, like, that's right. Know.
1: Well, well. I didn't say that chemtrail, I just said the (laughs) amount of stuff that is burnt by people who want to fly and people who want container ships to go around the world is uh, the amount of stuff that goes into the So what, do you stop all that, do you?
3: No, you can't because the genie's out of the bottle. But what we do need to understand is what is happening to the earth and then try and find the solutions.
1: Well, we're trying to find a solution. Now, when I say what's
3: happening to the earth, right, you were talking about Africa. So one of the women on our ship was from Cameroon. Um, I'll say a very middle-aged woman. Um, Incredible woman. Works with female landholders Mm. and uh, and farmers in Cameroon and now around Africa. And helps educate them with how they're going to have to change their crops to be able to continue to feed people Mm. because the crops that they currently grow may not be able to grow, even if there's a one degree
1: difference. In temperature? In temperature. Mm
3: -hmm. So if you look down in Antarctica, you'll see where a lot of beautiful mosses were. And now, because of the difference in the the temperature down there, the mosses are being replaced by grasses. That is Mm. happening all around the world. So we're having to think... Differently about how we Lichen, feed
1: lichens
3: and lichens.
1: lichens. I, I, uh, I saw some Heidi. Heidi. No yeah. one is disputing. I'm, we are in vehement agreement with oh, one another. So glad. But but it's the reason why the planet is heating is the. It's not because oh, we'll it's go over this, this again. It, it's not. It's not man-made. It, it, the, the the amount of people that sheet the blame home to. What we do as a uh, society mm. to heat the planet is is a hoax. It, the thing is changing, but it's not. I think a, we've got a all... bit of both.
3: I think we've got well, a bit maybe. of both. If there
1: is a bit of both, maybe. and I think
3: whatever what whatever the reason, how about we settle on this? Whatever the reason, we need to think about what practices we change, of course, in order to be able to feed the population. 1, 2, 3, yes. Uh, how about for the I don't economy? know whether to call you Ivan or Paul. <laughs> Ivan, <laughs> his <laughs> name
1: is Ivan. So
0: um, what about the economy side? So as we alluded before, there's so many coal-fired power stations going on in China. They have them in the suburbs, by the way, and Indi- India. Yeah. And we've only got a few. Yeah. Do we smash our economy... And let the others do whatever they want to do no. because they are going to do what they
3: want to do. They are to a certain extent. Very good I, point, Ivan. Yeah, no, uh, not bad, Paul. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, but I think what we have to do is have realistic expectations as to when we phase out fossil fuels. Because if we don't have base load power, we can't run industry. And then what are we going to do? Send industry offshore. In Righto. So, yeah, so we've actually got to have a little bit of balance oh. a- and realistic time well, We're having
1: balance now. It's becoming boring now. Oh. Sp- no, not you're not becoming boring, Heidi. I was just
3: going to say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we've spoken too much about it. Go on, what?
3: No, it's all right. No, we'll just no say I'm fine. Th- no, I'm
1: fine. What were you going to say, Heidi?
3: No, I was just going to say that's great. I'm glad we all agree that things are changing.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> so so if you so now the new five dollar note is coming out and it has been decreed that there's going to be an Aboriginal person put on it
3: and not the king
1: no no problem with that no mm. problem with that at all mm. what Aboriginal person would you put on the five dollar note if um, um, this is a question without notice. See, mm. this is what we do. We just yeah, want you to think right of the to <laughs> top of your head. Well, I'll, I'll, I've been a minister. I, I well, can do I'll, questions I'll, without notice. So we'd either we, – this is what I would think. Yes. And you'll think, uh, why would you possibly say this? Oh, no, you'd, you'd agree with this maybe. Neville Bonner, who was the first yes. Aboriginal – Parliamentarian, Parliamentarian, to be yep. elected to parliament, I think in 1967, and then in, uh, in his own year. right, he was uh, elected in 1972. Because I looked that up. Yep. But if you weren't going to put him on, yes, and you were going to try and keep the country uh, as an, not divided and as unified as possible, this is who I'd put on it because he said this. I would put Lionel Rose's picture on it. Lionel Rose, who was a world champion in 1967. And when he won the world championship title, he was asked, um, um, did he do it for Aboriginal Australia? And he said, and I quote, I just think of myself as an Australian. I don't go in for all that black and white stuff. To me, we are all Australians. That's why I would put him... On the face of the new $5 note, unity, which was the whole point about the yes-no vote, why we would try and divide our country by having two separate states of people who believe in what we should be governing and why, just we are a country and we are all united. Yep. That's why I would put him on. He's Uh, a good choice. Well, who would you who would you put on? Kathy Freeman or... Uh, um, or uh, Yvonne Goulagong. Yvonne Goulagong or... Uh, yeah, look, she's Albert Namajira or...
3: Yeah, we could have some beautiful artwork on there. I think you've got to have somebody who is not contentious to either side. And so I think Lionel Rose is actually... Lionel. Is a very, very good call, Because of that
1: very statement he made. And yeah. he, he would be... Uh, like me, partially educated, uh, and he would have been asked that on the spot unless uh, unless someone told him to say that he was said. I saw him at a press conference. So he, they said, "Did you do it for the Aboriginals?" He said, and he said that. Now, I don't know if he had that prepared or not, but mm. if he said that off the top of his head, he should be front and square. But aren't the
2: they doing a competition so you you can actually? Put that into the competition mm. as a suggestion. So, why don't
3: you do that? You must know people who know
2: people. Well,
1: I'm putting it in via the uh, You Cannot Be Serious podcast. That's my contribution. Well, do you reckon w- any politician <laughs> or anyone at the RBA
2: is going to be listening to this, <laughs> this,
1: this, this so podcast?
2: Whether they, <laughs> whether they admit to it. Seconds,
3: <laughs> well, I'll, I'll
1: just tell you, just uh, if I could just. Uh, be, uh, Just digress for a minute. The man next door who I wrote on his car, because he parked in my car space, I said, get your car out of my car space. He came up to me before we came on air. Did he? I thought this would be good. And he said... Mate, he said, I'm sorry for parking my car in your space. I love the podcast, so I'm giving him a shout-out. His name's His name's <laughs> Paul, Paul and No, I wasn't. Oh, his name's Paul Anderson. So there you are. Paul, good on you, mate. You seriously but, you, were going to kill him. I, 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 it
2: I, I, ate at you for how many, pa- days? He how
1: many ca- days? He parked his car. How many days? He parked his car in there and I pulled the wipers out. How many out. days? I pulled the wipers out just to, uh, and, and and Paul said, oh, yeah, I saw someone who pulled the wipers out. I pushed them back in. And then he when he parked the car in the place the next day, I wrote on it. I said, get the car out of my space. Uh, exactly like that? No, I didn't quite say <laughs> And he came up and no, he said, I'm next door here, he said, and uh, he said, I think we parked our car. And I said, mate, I said, I overreacted a bit. I said, you're welcome to park the car there, but just ask me, will you? No, he said, no. So we're very, best. we're best of us now. So we're
2: for about three days, it was just in his head. <laughs> for three days, it was no,
1: He's parked there again. Where's him. he
2: from? I'm that's going to put right. this. I'm he's going to do this story. to him. He's a very good name. He's parked there again. He's <laughs> James,
1: Paul Anderson. He's very and he I, was I, shit scared of I, you. That's I, why. And you will have no idea about the answer to this question only because of your age, but I said, "What uh, do you remember Paul Anderson for?" Do you remember Paul Anderson for any at uh, the name Paul Anderson? And he said, "No." He said Paul Anderson won a gold medal for the shot put from America in the 1956 Olympics.
3: Holy moly. And he said,
1: Brett, how'd you know that? I said, I was there and I watched him. He said, You were there. I said, Yeah, I was there. Paul Anderson won a gold medal. So <laughs> wasn't there wasn't even
3: are. a twinkle in my parents' eyes at that stage, no. So there you are. I mean, have you got, have you got a,
1: an Aboriginal, uh, you know, would you put uh, you Jimmy Cracker yeah. or Lance Franklin no, or no. Adam Goods? No, or no, I
0: think someone very nice would be um, Yvonne Goolagong. Calling. I think so. Yeah, or my number one would be Cathy Freeman.
1: For sure. Well, they they were good. So yeah. so I'm uh, tucked up in my little bed sitter uh, on um, the weekend, mm. and at one thirty in the morning, there's the loudest. It sounded like uh, machine gun fire. You would have heard this. It did, gunshots. It did. Oh. And I thought, holy shit! What is that? That was obviously fire rockets going off for the um, Chinese New Year. Lunar right. New Year. Lunar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I thought, isn't it extraordinary? We celebrate Chinese New Year here, but we're not allowed to celebrate Australia Day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought that's, um, yeah, yeah, celebrating, yeah, yeah. so that uh, yeah, you're not allowed to celebrate Australia Day. I love celebrating good. anything, quite honestly.
3: Anything for it's a drink? <laughs> and, well, actually, I'm not a big drinker, but... Um You know, that could change. I am (laughs) not even mid-50s. But um, no, I, I look at all the things that we can celebrate here and think we should celebrate all of them because we do live in a society where we have so many people from different backgrounds. Let's just celebrate everybody that makes up the melting pot that Un- is Australia.
2: Until we actually have a day for cel- to celebrate for Australia I reckon we we're all going to be divided because, and it's going to get worse and worse because we, yeah. we can celebrate Diwali, we can celebrate Chinese New Year and it's great, great for the cultures, yeah. but we do need something. We need that day, whatever date and whoever it is, just whatever it is, just do it so we can all celebrate.
3: Should we be have one. another referendum because they're always really popular and really expensive and really effective. Serious. She's, she's, so the great, serious?
1: The great, no, she's not serious. So that's You cannot be serious. you getting it? That's very good, uh, Heidi. The great Greg Evans had a very good suggestion because I did. said if you're going to celebrate Australia Day, do it on the day where settlement arrived in twenty sixth of January. And he said, no. Why don't we have it on the first weekend in February? So it's not particular.
2: February or January. February, didn't you say? Was it February? Yeah, February. Yeah, he said
1: the first weekend in February, uh, so that it's not particular to uh, anyone arriving in the country and it's not particular to getting the Indigenous people's nose out of joy necessarily. Uh, Why don't we have it in the first weekend of February, every February? So you have Friday, Saturday and Sunday off and it's called Australia Day and it's not... It's not not, associated, with not else. associated with anything, and it's, it's after ce- the tennis. Celebra- yes, so that so here. <laughs> I, before
3: the Grand Prix and before the Grand Prix. So yeah.
1: I said, "Well, you've uh, convinced me. I was uh, had a I had a closed mind to that, Greg, but he said that would be no." Uh, and so people will still complain about something, but uh, that, that that's not in reference to anything. It's just we're celebrating everyone. Who's so that's here. going to change
2: history, though, because it was not really on that day. So you're happy to say that you know let bygones be bygones on the history side of things and just celebrate a day and then let everybody celebrate it?
1: Well, Australia Day was celebrated at the um, government house uh, a week after. Uh, I went to a function there. Did you? With someone, yeah. I went to a function there with someone who was invited to go because they are an OAM and are on the Australia Day Council. I won't mention names, but the initials are Suzanne Stanley. And uh, where at the function. You were there. a handbag. I was a handbag. And the, um, they celebrated Australia Day officially uh, three days, four days after Australia Day. So what's it matter? Well,
3: they actually did it on the day because I went to the
2: flag raising now that was the flag raising. You always had a, um, a function prior to the actual flag raising at yep. Government House yep. and they didn't do that this year. This is the first time they did it after it. Now, I didn't have a problem with it, but probably I reckon there was about 300 people short of who attended who disagreed with it. So wow. um, I think it's going to be changing of the guards if that's what it is. If it is going to be that, then do it, make mm. it official and then let everyone come to terms with it and then maybe a couple of years' time we'll all get over it mm. or whatever It would be accepted. However, until they make that day, I think uh, it's just going to be wishwash and why are they doing that? Why are they doing this? I think it's somebody's
3: just p- going to take the bull by yeah. the horns and go, it's done.
2: But
1: well, no there's
0: one's. Another, there's another one that's going on around at the moment, and it's Mother's Day and Father's Day, and they want to. There's a push on to have a special Persons Day. And remove Mother's Day. I don't know. But that's you heard
2: about that one? yeah, but that's all this woke stuff. I mean, you look at the woke stuff, and you look at the power of social media that's just come up. The, you see the Rip Curl one. Um, the Rip Curl uh, advertising, where they actually had a female um, surfer who has had a uh, was arm bitten off by a shark, right, and then became yeah. a world champion. So they, she was the mm. ambassador for Rip yeah. Curl, and for a few years. For too. a few years, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely very popular. She was, yep, it was popular. Good, good campaign, and they changed it to a trans person. But the power of social I media. This is how this uh, this world has changed so much. They've uh, Rip Curl have now. Um, pulled down the advertising from their Instagram or social media posts because people were just boycotting. They all put things out right across the platform of boycott, rip curl, taking off their fo- their clothes, throwing them into bins. Ru- that was absolutely amazing. you go look on TikTok, what they're doing, um, just for it. Because, uh, and that's what the power of the social media and the kids are today. If they disagree with something, yeah. they're, they're going to do it. But
3: yeah. Well, we'll see what happens with Australia Day, but I have a funny feeling that we're going to be talking about that this time next year yeah. and the we year after. We have been for the last 20 the years, haven't we? Oh, at least. been going on forever and a at day. At least. Uh,
1: now, um, so just only the reason I'm mentioning this, uh, speaking about what we've just been speaking about. Um, so I had a little trouble with an Apple phone and, um, and uh, because it was brand new and it wouldn't work, it wouldn't retain messages. So and you spoke uh, to
3: the guy with the chickens.
1: The chickens. They spoke to the man with the chickens uh, five times uh, and it spent five hours on five <laughs> separate occasions speaking yeah. to the man and chickens. And Suzanne was giving me a hand here because I'm technologically no good at it. And uh, and we spoke to him and he said, yes, they got the engineers uh, looking into why the problem was and what it was happened. And, and I said, I did say to him at one stage, just as a light a piece of uh, mirth, I said, now, mate, um, I said, this thing I'm holding my hand could launch the space shuttle surely you can get the technicians who invented it to uh, have it retain messages it's brand new he said yes that's been a bit of a fault with the problem pro- 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 phone I said well why is it on the market and he said yes he said all that now I said and it, it heats up I, I said yes he said we've got the technicians looking into it they looked into it so much that they ended up looking up their own own orts and could only see their ass that's all so then he said. Then he said. Well, why don't you make an appointment to go out? There? I'm just. There's a reason I'm doing this. A reason to go <laughs> to the. It's called the Genius Bar yes. uh, that Apple have set up. And you go out there, and there's fifty point, people but- walking around with mm-hmm. Apple badges on it, and they give you. And he said, "Yeah." And a very nice man. Man, he was a man. He was, and he said. Yes, he said, we're just checking into that. He said, we're looking into the technicians. And so uh, I, oh, I happened to be walking past the Telstra shop because I'm a Telstra subscriber or whatever. And the bloke there, very nice bloke, and if I could think of his name, I thought it was Bill, but maybe it wasn't Bill. He, he said, Why don't we take the chip out and give you a brand new chip? Sometimes the chips just uh, just faulty. Uh, but don't change your number. So he put it in and the the minute he put the pho- chip in the phone it's worked properly. So I spent uh, why would would you think that the Apple people if the man at the Telstra shop here in Bay Street could tell me that, why couldn't they tell me <laughs> that across the world? So then, uh, but I, this is what I got from them. Uh, they said uh, they did say, and this is the reason I'm doing this, they did say.
0: Who, from Apple or Telstra? Uh,
1: from uh, from uh, this is from, uh, from Apple in America. It came out, it said um, we hope we have been of some service, and if there's any other problems, <laughs> uh, and then it said here. So this is what I got from the rating. This update introduces additional security messages and all that. He said this release also includes a new Unity wallpaper to honour Black History and Culture celebration in Black History Month in America. So that's thanks so much Apple for informing me that they are now supporting Black History Month, and the wallpaper on their phone uh, says that we're uh, don't worry about fixing your phone. But they told me some very vital information that I did want to know that they are celebrating, honouring Black History and Culture Month in. Uh, America, so thank you so much. Didn't fix any of my phone, but told me that they were celebrating. And thank goodness
3: for the Telstra man.
1: Uh, and uh, so I went home and I contemplated on Black History Month in America, and I was uh, all indebted for their uh, their their input into telling me that. That's why uh, I
3: don't use Apple products. They've absolutely got you by the knackers, haven't they?
1: Uh, that's a technical term, and it is. Uh, not that the genius boy never used that to me. They said there was some uh, software issue, but. Uh, By the knackers, of course, would be uh, uh, that would be far more uh, explanatory to most people who have trouble with that. But phones. in fairness
2: to some of the people, I think what you've got to do is, if you if you're not happy with the answer and the problem keeps going, you've got to explain it in a different way. So when when you explain it, and I think it actually happened with the Telstra guy, it was like I had to say, "You're not listening to me. This is the problem." Yep. And then it was like because they obviously have a standard speech, uh, or you know, a like preconceived exactly idea that. of yeah. what's yeah. going to go wrong. Yeah, and yeah. then they try this and they go yeah. through all the just the common steps, yeah. and it's like no, but mm. that's not the, even the steps that was the problem, was yes. it? Yes,
1: you, uh, you 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 uh, you do yourself a disservice, uh, Suzanne. And you said what you've got to do is that is exactly what you did do. I was standing next to the man, and he said no, 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 and you said you're not listening to me, <laughs> and he got the brace and bits a bit until you said you're not listening to what I'm saying. He said. No, oh, yes, uh, well I won't, I won't <laughs> speak how he speaks. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. But, but then s- once
2: he did, he understood it, didn't it? And then it worked. So, yeah. just because he don't, well, I didn't, wasn't going to put up with just the common. There's nothing wrong with your phone because there was something wrong with your phone. Yeah, so, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, now it always
3: works if you say I'm going to camp here until you fix it. Y- y- yes. Yeah.
1: Well, we camped there for five hours on five different occasions <laughs> on an overseas phone call and he said, Who the did? technicians are looking into it. you did. <laughs> I went out and practiced my golf while you were, uh, <laughs> He did. He
2: left me hanging on the well, phone and then he goes off and does his things. Because <laughs> uh, the,
1: the, the very pleasant man called, his name was Wrens. Uh, if you oh, could hear you him over the chooks crowing or the roosters crowing, um, uh, I, he was a very pleasant man, but he kept asking me technical questions. He said, Have you inserted the software that makes the redundant. Oh, I said, Mate, you're speaking to the wrong person. Uh, so, I don't know what you think about this, U3. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been driven uh, up and down East Link recently. East Link, if you're listening on the other side of the world, is a uh, new motorway that goes down to the coast, and it's uh, toll-free. I think it's toll-free. Yep, you don't pay a toll. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh,
2: we'll wait and see on that
1: one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, we we, we um, I'm coming back. I'm coming back uh, the other day, and uh, suddenly the the cars on both lanes stop. There's, and we think, oh, oh, there's an accident. There's a, let's hope it's nothing trivial. If it's going to be an accident, let's hope it's serious, so that they've held us up for a reason. So we. Oh, cre- this is the
2: East Link. East Link, yeah, which is no toll, it's just got the cameras, speed cameras on it.
3: No, East East Link's got
2: no Peninsula Link. It's yeah, Peninsula. I going to so say East Link's Peninsular. got tolls. Exactly, that's what I thought.
1: And all right, all but it, where yeah. it was all was right.
2: actually on Peninsula Link.
1: You correct me, it's. Peninsula link. Yes. Anyhow, excellent. it's a new motor freeway that you don't have to pay for. And so we, we, we pull up in reasonable heat, quite hot, and we're sitting there creeping forward a car at a time, and I reckon the, uh, the traffic was banked up. I, 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 the, you tend to use a bit of hyperbole, a bit of exaggeration. I reckon it was five kilometres. Five kilometres of cars on a road is a hell of a long way. Yep. Yep. So we creep up, we creep up and I thought, oh, well, I couldn't see any lights flashing ambulances and I thought a helicopter might be there to transfer the patients to the fucking Alfred Hospital and there was no ambulances. And as we get up to it, there were three maintenance trucks and there were two blokes filling in a small pothole with bitumen on the extreme left-hand side of the inside lane. Uh, 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 seriously, yep, yep. they had held up for half an hour traffic to fill in a hole and then you'll say, oh, well, we don't want oh and and people speeding past. Holy mackerel. They weren't even on the road. The hole the, the, the wasn't even on the road. They had two trucks with big signs and... F- uh, just honestly, I, I know we don't want people to be run over who've got... Uh, oh, but, me Sam, dude. have
3: you done a lot of driving in Europe?
1: No, not a lot, but I have.
3: Because there's a couple of things that I wish we would introduce from here. The first is trust. Trust in our drivers. So, yes, instead of going down to 40 kilometres an hour, and different if you've got people working on the road, obviously, but I would do it at, like, 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning... We do have flash, you know, floodlights and things. So you wouldn't be stuffing up everybody's traffic, especially in summer when you know people are going down the coast.
1: Spot on.
3: But other than that, if there is an accident in Europe, if you're on one of the motorways, they put almost like, um, you know when you used to go into the doctor and they'd have the screen that you'd stand behind to take your clothes off before you're about to get an exam or whatever, like a fold-out screen? Yeah. And I was going to say it's a bit like what they put around the horses at the racetrack, you know, but anyway, I won't go there. (laughs) But they put that around an accident site so people know that there is nothing to look at.
1: They won't be able to see. So
3: you don't get the rubberneckers, there's no point slowing down. I mean, they slow down so that it's, you know, obviously safer. But you don't get them stopping and staring and maybe taking photos because everybody wants their insta moment. They just keep going. And it works really, really well. Well, that's, I, th- I think Don's, Don's got a
2: legacy then, I reckon, because he kept banging on about the uh, potholes pot and everything, mm. so I think they've finally listened well, to Don, him, so Yeah, they've
1: finally listened to Don and he has been indirectly responsible for eight kilometres of traffic <laughs> being banked up for them to fix a pothole that I contend wasn't even on the road. It was just on the uh, on the shoulder. And I thought, holy <laughs> mackerel, talk about people fucking <laughs> pulling their dicks. Uh, now, uh, there's a lot of things to speak about. Should we stop this now? Yeah. Because we, we say, Heidi, that the average person who listens to this has the inten- attention span of... About three quarters of an hour, and after that they just uh, go into a blear a blear okay uh, well we're, so we're going we're going to stop okay and um, they could
3: just press pause <laughs>
1: what, what was that hiding <laughs> they could just press pause no well, i tell you no, they could press pause, but if someone says uh, the, the very off chance that someone says, oh, you should have heard the podcast today in part two or part three, but if they say, oh, in part two, if you go in 43 minutes and uh, that's where it is, uh, keep it in brief sections of uh, concentration rather um, than one long thing. I was going to say, I
3: think it is one of the longest podcasts available anywhere in the world. A lot of them are 20 minutes to 30 minutes,
1: yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> um, Joe Roch, not comparing Joe us Rogan. to Josh Rogan, yeah. or what's his name? Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan goes for two hours. Don't that mean? Josh Rogan? Or Wha- Rogan Josh? Oh, I'm bugging you. <laughs> <no. laughs> <laughs> that's an Indian. Joe? <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> so he must be hungry. he say nothing works? like the butter <laughs> chicken. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all
0: right, no, well. the other Indians. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did you say then? Were you in a. Bo- 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 oh, those Indians. Oh, old, the Navajo Indians get Heather. into the fetal <laughs> begging position and saying, don't touch me. Right, <laughs> so will you just will we come back?
3: Yeah. Why don't you have a break? I'm open around, the streets let at night.